Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. Welcome to Chancers, the podcast for those who feel like they are chancing their arm at life when others seem to have it all worked out. Each week we pick a topic for discussion and share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures. All with a dash of positivity and a smidge of self-deprecation. We'll also be joined by an expert who will help us figure things out because we can't do that alone, can we Paddy? <laughs> Absolutely not. This week we're talking alcohol. Mm, maybe I need to get some crutches. <laughs> can't take my thing, bitch. She's on a Clifford, a writer, comedian, and a great friend. And he's Paddy Smith, presenter, activist, and my co-host. Co-host. I literally got shafted. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So now you all know who we are. Let's kick off the topic. Okay, so do do we drink, I guess, the first one. <laughs> do we what? <laughs> I mean, please. Do pigs fly? No, they don't. That's ridiculous. They don't actually. He's, he's drunk already. Yeah. Um, it's 10 a.m. On I, I want to start with you. Do you drink? Yeah, I drink. I'd have to say that my drinking has changed over the years. Um, <laughs> I have a very low tolerance for alcohol that I'm just aware of. I mean, I always knew it. I was just too drunk to notice before. Like, I didn't think you were messy, though, when me and you used to be sessioning. I think that's because you're a messier. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't think I'm a messy drunk, and then I look back at pictures, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. what was it in there? I do like to drink, I do, I am a drinker. But I think it's because it gives me confidence, like, I like not that I'm unconfident, but I definitely allows me to, I, I think it allows you to do things that you wouldn't normally do sober, do you know? Which I kind of enjoy. Is that bad? Because then you can use it as an excuse. No, like, just because then I can be like, thank God. Like, if I did it sober, people would literally be like, what are you doing? You're ju- like, judgment. But, but there's no judgment when you're drunk. Well, like, I feel like there's no judgment. <laughs> that's what matters. You're like, oh, I was knocked. You're like, oh, Grant. That's fine. Yeah. You robbed me, but that's cool. Or like, <laughs> no, but like, it's also a sense of escapism, isn't it? And do you think it's like there's a truth? So people that are allowed to do stuff when they're drunk, is there a truth to what they do? You know what I mean? Um, No, I just think... Sometimes the everyday life can get very, you can get bogged down on it and like your work and stress and stuff and sometimes just to let loose yeah, um, and to be free and like, I'm not saying, Jesus, for all the, like, I'm not saying go home and drink like 15 bottles of wine, but I think it allows you to get all get the loose. stresses of life out in a way. In a way that you that wouldn't be able can't. to get sober. <laughs> and I can't do yoga, okay? I'm a sober man. I've tried to do yoga once and I got a trapped nerve in my shoulder and farted because, in the middle of the I yoga class. I think that's because you weren't doing enough yoga, to be honest. I can't. How dare you? You know what I mean? How that sounds like you need to stretch you? a bit more. No, I can't stretch anymore. Can't. I'm not stretched arm strong. I can hardly walk into this room, let alone stretch my leg. Well, what's your drink of choice? Um... Gotta have many. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. No, this is terrible. Uh, no, I have. Um, I like. I like a gin and tonic. You know what I mean? Cucumber. A porn star martini if I go for a cocktail, mm-hmm. or a whiskey sour. So I also have multiple drinks of choice, uh, <laughs> and it definitely uh, depends on the mood, doesn't it? So Guinness, great conversation drink in the pub. Love that wine. I've had a hard day, and I deserve a glass of wine every night of the week. Mm. And vodka, gin. I want to forget my name, where I lived, and that I ever called my teacher mum. Do you know that? Like, that's the scale. Yeah. I don't just get plastered and giggled every week if I'm getting too stressed. But I'm just saying, 
that, you know, sometimes it is fun to get drunk. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so do you drink every time you go out? No, not anymore. My wallet and my mind can't afford it. Too many things. Too yes. many things going on. So do your activities change? So say if you're not going to drink, would you still go to the pub? Yeah, I don't mind the non-alcoholic beers. Yeah, I do do, I actually. They taste like, I like them. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely gone out and not drank and had a great time. But yeah, I think... He's coming back, he's trying to get himself back. He's like, I'm still fun. No, how dare you... <laughs> I swear. Oh my God, I have to stop this podcast right now. This is ridiculous. Um, no, but I have gone out. But I will say, it does take you a while to get into it. I remember like your first drink, when you see everyone else getting drunker and drunker and you're like, oh God. Yeah, well then you're like, okay, right, I've had like, I've but, got what I needed, just a bit of human connection and I'm out of here. No, you're too chips. deep for me. Like human connection. I'm like, no, just get into the fun of it. Okay, if they're <laughs> in that place, I can get there too. I'm not looking for human connection. And you're like, yeah, just a human connection. Got, like, if a I'm not going to drink fully, I'll, be like, I'll, I'll get what I need by like 12 o'clock and then it's fucking mess city and I'm out of there. Yep. I'm getting I'm motorboating a curry chip motorboat <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger because remember when you were younger you used to say eating is cheating before you went out no never I said that oh god that's ridiculous I do <laughs> eating like, is like, cheating and I'd only want to drink like vodka sodas like I was more like obsessed with um, body image I guess when I was younger which is like a shame when you look back but like I used to make full on dinners when I came home like full on spaghetti bolognese at like 4am <laughs> Because I was like, didn't have food and was like, oh my god, forgot about everything. I remember one time I made a full on dinner, and then I got into bed and then I puked it all up. No spaghetti bolognese and 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 on the sheets and I did. I was so drunk I didn't know what to do. I scooped it up. Oh my god, I'm gonna get sick. I just put it into the bin in the corner of my room. And the next morning, my mum walks in and she was like, "What's that smell?" And I was like, "Bolognese." I once peed myself in my my porch and like fell asleep. (laughs) And like my dad couldn't open the door because I was like against I was against the actual like hall door with pee in my leg because I fell asleep and peed myself. Why do we do that? Why do we do it to ourselves? Yeah, I always wonder this. Like, do you know the way like hangovers are so bad? If you woke up <laughs> without knowing that you had drank and felt the effects of a, the worst hangover of your life, like depression, sadness, like fear, yeah. anxiety, headaches, puking, like body pain like uh, and you don't call the doctor you just call Domino's like it doesn't make any sense I know I like do you ever <laughs> you never like... you never really regret not drinking although you have FOMO like I have had FOMO but like I haven't had it enough that the next day I'm like oh god love a hangover no. do you know there's some times when hangovers are just pure crack though when you're in that silly mood yes and I'm always mad horny oh god it's a different podcast <laughs> I'm always mad horny when I'm hungover as well I don't know why it is no same yeah hungover <laughs> is very good <laughs> I think it helps leave, leave like a little headache or something it's like, it's like a painkiller actually Okay, I think we need to get into some facts. Okay, yeah. Some hard truths about alcohol. Yeah, we're alcohol, talking some we're shy here. They're like, okay, Glamorising it a bit, are we? You're yeah. also very aware of how disgusting it sounds at times. Yeah. You, you puke bolognese, I peed my pants. We've gone really far. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wonder, like, has alcohol affected us being successful? <laughs> because you think Molly May, right? She's 22. She doesn't drink. She's a billionaire or a millionaire. Yeah, like, but she's also a bit much- of a melt. Yeah, she's 22, like, okay? No, no, yeah, I to. can't sit here and let you fucking not, give her I'm not, I don't like, praise. Like, I'm not praising her, I'm you not are. fan or anything. You're, no, I'm just saying pra- she made money. <laughs> I, we not ever look at alcohol and be like, think, oh, she's drinking 
I think drinking in my 20s like had... Took you away from your track. Yeah, may slowed down the process of... But also, she doesn't have any fun stories. Crack. You know when you have stories with your friends like, oh my God, you remember us last yeah, night? you wouldn't be able to do a podcast Oh my God. Sure. No, <laughs> couldn't. So, th- I found this interesting, right? Most, the majority of Irish people over the age of 15 in Ireland drinks on average more than 10 litres of alcohol per year. And that's equivalent to either 40 bottles of vodka, 113 bottles of wine and 436 pints of beer, which to me sounds like my shopping list for electric picnic. Like, <laughs> I like <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I know that yeah. sounds excessive, but man, thinking about the amount of drink you bring to electric picnic, thinking you're never going to, like, you're going to run out. Like, bottles of vodka, bottles of beer, bottles of wine. Because it's always, better to, have, it's always better to have more. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that's, no, the, that's the mindset. But like, it see, I know that seems like a lot and it also doesn't seem like a lot. Like, um, <laughs> I'm like, I'd be okay. No, that is, I mean, that's shocking. Oh, yeah. That is shocking. And I, I, I thought we'd rank higher. Rank ninth <laughs> in the OECD. What's that mean? OECD. <laughs> Just let, me, let me read that fact out to you. Oh, sorry. Um, Ireland ranks ninth among the OECD countries in terms of alcohol consumption and eight in the world when it comes to monthly binge drinking. Yeah, I, I thought we'd be higher, but I'm glad we're not. We I need to get on, I need like, to get on top what? of it. If you're not first, you're last. That's my motto. I know I'm joking. This is terrible. I do not condone drinking, drink, drinking, drinking. But, you do but sometimes I you're do. You're just a yo-yo and back and forth, like. Because <laughs> I'm terrified that people make it an alcoholic. No, everyone's listening to this knows the sus. I remember when you're told, like I, like I was such a, and still am. I just believe people too much, too gullible. But like in school, she's like, so don't, gullible. Don't drink, you know. Don't smoke. It's bad, you know. Wait for have sex when you're married. Like I was just like. When she did, you know, that, you know the confirmation. Being... You know the confirmation, like pledge. Okay. She really believed every single word she said. I think I imagine didn't make me confirmation, but I uh, yeah would have no. Oh my God, we're great friends. <laughs> <laughs> So I, yeah, I think it was like I remember going. To remember this like junior cert results night. I went to that sober in the in the point sc- yeah. scooter. So oh my god, I scooter. used to be able to have fun. Um, without high that, my when I was young, I don't know that was so wonderful, illogical. Yeah, imagine I was yeah, sober. In the disco, they'd have a, I'd sweating. have a coke. I'm be doing, I'm playing meet the slapper. Soda, wasn't it? You were just like when you meet him, and you was like. Oh, I thought it was meet the slapper. I didn't know no, it was branded. I didn't know beat, it, was it was beat the slapper. So, beat. Yeah, because you had to beat like who had the most. Oh yeah, meets. I thought meet because you meet. Yeah. You, you, meet, you, you spoke, did you meet your one? You were so yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was in fourth year, and I remember getting the first spot in the nagging, and. Because you went hard, I had I had bye to the rest of my memory until I was twenty four, like literally. I, I can't believe I've never read blacked out. Oh my god, my first blackout, Justice. Oh my god, I caught I, I know that that was, blackouts are scary, and then I got far too used to them. And that's a bad thing. Actually. Like that's terrifying. I've never blacked out. Waking up properly, at home never. Did you have fallen asleep in the front door, <laughs> wetting your wetting your parents inside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, <laughs> Get off your high horse, Patty. Get him a fedora. <laughs> that man's a businessman. Watch out, Molly Mayhay. <laughs> this is going to sound a bit. It's look. It is quite depressing and sad. But like looking back, I went out to get absolutely annihilated. Like I was not very in a very good headspace. And I just wanted to like you literally just be legless, and it, that's quite sad. But like I didn't ever think it was cool to not remember stuff. I just did. Yeah. I just be getting on with it. Do you know what I mean? Like oh my god, I just can't remember. But did you like, think it was just part of your like I part of your got life used to then? It then? Yeah, I'm like oh that's me. You know, once I go over a certain amount of drinks, I just don't remember a single thing. Yeah. Or a big patch. But look, like, there, was a, there was a time like this is also really scary. Like this is like why I've changed my drinking habits. Like yeah. I have. But there was a time when I was blacking out without having to fu- having gone to sleep yet. 
Oh my god. That's bad. Yeah, that's that is. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, I, I'm gonna that's say, why we're having an expert yeah, on later. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, me that that hit me differently. <laughs> yeah. Um I do think it's in our culture as well to drink. Do you know what I mean? Irish oh, yeah, culture yeah. in general. And like I do think it's changing um and becoming more like like remember when you were younger if you didn't drink you weren't cool or something yeah you're trying to fit in for sure you know i think like the generation coming behind us look at drink way differently than we do yeah gen z's uh, the gen z's so of the world i just want to be like them that's why i'm still wearing crop tops at 31 <laughs> <laughs> your body's banging babe that middle your body away. is banging don't you no, don't I you i was in a short film recently and i was oh drop 20. that in there no, but I, I was oh short yeah. film. <laughs> but I, I was playing a 24 year old which i was very like happy to be doing that and then they put me in a crop top and they said no offence you can tell a 30 year old stomach from a 20 year old stomach no they did (laughs) I "I haven't even had kids yet what the no they did not and I was like I kind of got it though no I'm not happy with that 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 is disgusting (laughs) it's true though it's not but Gen Z's the interesting thing is about they are drinking less yeah and I looked into an article about this because I was like wondering what it was I thought they were just like too cool too confident I think that is a part of it like they're definitely more self-aware well, I which think is great more, I think they're more about like finding themselves and like hip hip like they're quite hippie-ish like maybe they'll do mushrooms do you know what I mean? maybe mm. they'll do like other stuff, other stuff. Mm-hmm. more than heading out to swanky cocktail bars and clubs like we like millennials we Instagram love that of you know see yeah quite vapid of us do you know I mean? we're more like we're more, we love the wealth we love to <laughs> we love to see the opulence yeah yeah we want a fantasy <laughs> darling yeah but i didn't actually drink as much going out when i was younger because i was trying to save money now yeah ha- i used to go out with 50 money. euro and i'd be That's living in house i'd can't... live i'd live in house guys there'd it's be 30 euro for the taxi I don't know how I yeah, made that. Drink, I don't know yeah. how I made that work. You're just That's like, why you'd pre-drink. You were yeah. standing at the bar waiting for someone to buy. A drink. Anna, I've, <laughs> yeah, and no one was buying me a drink. Let me tell you. But like Gen Z, do they? They are on something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They are. Like I do feel like they've I'm definitely, yeah, they've definitely clicked on something that we didn't know about. <laughs> They're making me rethink a few things. I recently had to look back at my Facebook. My agent told me to like... Oh, agent. Oh, socials. another... another, another just another drop there. <laughs> <you know? laughs> She's sweating. I literally... <laughs> I literally like sweating myself. Like, I hate picking myself up. <laughs> and that wasn't picking myself up. I'm about to take myself down a In the, in the last 15 minutes, she's like, my short, my short film and my agent. I'm like, so, okay. I'm chancing my... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I had to go back to Facebook to see. I don't think I've ever done anything like, you know, that would get me cancelled, but just to see stupid stuff. All my Facebook statuses from the age of like 17 again to 24, like that was my bad window, <laughs> are like, who's out? Go and st- like go and stream tonight. Anyone coming? Like no one was replying to these as well. Um, stream is our local. Oh my God, don't remember the thing from last night. Ha ha. Um, oh Jesus, was so locked last night. Ha ha. Like all my statuses were to do with drink. Who's going out? I was a mess. Um, under all the things, if people did comment eventually, they're like, oh, Jesus, Anne, you okay? We didn't know where you went and stuff. Like, so, <laughs> I was like, delete these. Like, don't worry about getting cancelled. for. <laughs> oh, my God. And, but I think I think most of us were like that. You know, like when you have like older aunties and all on Facebook now. Yeah. No shame to them. But you know, like their status and all, they put like five up a day on Facebook. They're like, had this for dinner. Like that was like what we yeah. were doing, but for drink. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Now I will say I'm going to drop something here. I'm already audited on Facebook and stuff like that because I was on the circle. Yeah, dropped. I know. Uh, so I, I've gone back. I've gone back but ten you years. Um, yeah, so they went back 10 years on my Facebook. It helps you with uh, media trolling and stuff because they're going to try and like Take dig stuff up on you. I'm golden for now, honey. I got the golden ticket. <laughs> Lindsay, Lohan, Lindsay Lohan doesn't drink anymore. Naomi Campbell, queen. Love her. Yes, my favourite. Tyra, I'm sorry, but I'm Naomi all the way. Um, see ya. She she looks like she drinks do, just because she's you know what it is? I like Tyra, but you want to be at Naomi's party. Um, Bradley Cooper and Tom Love Hardy. Him. Mm. Love them. Love them. I'd happily go on a sober date with them. <laughs> Lily Allen, Demi Lo- Lovato. But Demi Lovato. Oh, <laughs> Demi Lovato. Now I will say, she's love her and all, but like. Sometimes I don't know whether to believe she's sober or not because she's come back so many times saying, I was locked in that documentary. So I'd yes. have to bring out a, a, a drink brand. Call what it. would you call it? Yours. Oh, God. Um, oh, my God. I've actually thought of this. Sorry. So <laughs> I'd call it fag, but it'd be f.a.g. Fab and Gorge. And then you could do hashtag fag wine. <laughs> hashtag fag hack. Fab and Gorge. You heard it here. Trademark. You're going to do that. I believe it. I'd, I'd call mine food. So I'd be like, does anyone want some food? <laughs> oh my God, fag and food. I'm dead. <laughs> like Joanne McNally says, space gin. Um, who else? The Pogues. The Pogues have a whiskey. Didn't know that. Oh, the Pogues. Why not? Of course they, they do. Yeah. yeah that's you know, proper, I'm all for that. Come on, Shane McGain. One last thing I want to ask you. Have you ever gone on a sober date? Um, yeah. Dr- drinking to sober, you know. Cause yeah, I've gone for a walk and a coffee in the PD. <laughs> <laughs> now, and but do you prefer do you prefer drinking dates or sober dates? Like, would you kiss someone sober on the first date? Yeah, I would actually. I just I don't know, but I'm this is so bad because like, obviously there was a pandemic and all, but I just don't know how to get out of situations, so I just kiss them and go. <laughs> what? And I, I did that on the, during the pandemic, and I was I was so so ashamed of myself. I put hand sanitizer on my lips when he left. Oh my god. <laughs> was like full of fear like it was back being in the 1950s dating you know in the pandemic and living at home so I was just like oh, I've bought shame to my family I'm gonna kill my mom um like what about you yeah I mean I think I'd still be a virgin if I no that's terrible if I, if I, if I, if no, I didn't that's, drink that's true. but, Not true, but I think um <gasps> I I definitely wouldn't have the confidence that I would to to get with somebody because I have insecurities around how I look mm-hmm and my disability and stuff. So I definitely, if I was sober, I do have gone sober dates and I like them, but I definitely, the first day for me, I would find that very difficult. And that's, that's that, that comes from a triggering of me feeling insecure around that. But, I, look, um, let's not get deeper into this. But you're, like, you are, you're such a great personality, I don't think you, you need it, but I guess it's something that yeah, everyone wants to steady their nerves. Yeah, yeah. steady their nerves. Like, I wouldn't get plastered now. <laughs> Unless we were getting plastered together. But I think the first date should be a coffee date because I think you just need to see if you're yeah. like compatible or like is there an attraction there and but you don't like, want to waste all that money and like and then the second date should be a fun mm-hmm. like boozy date because yeah. then but like remember like beer goggles remember like Oh I've like, had many of them yeah. beer goggles where yeah. you need coffee contact lenses like I woke, I, I woke, up, like I woke up the next day and I'm like holy God <laughs> how have I got with that well I did <laughs> but I did <laughs> That's my truth. <laughs> anyway, let's go on to the professional because 
obviously need a bit of help. So now we have Marion Rackard, who is a product manager for the HSE Alcohol Programme. Welcome, Hello, Marianne. Marianne. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Paddy. Lovely to be with How you. How are you today? You look fab. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Not at all. We have a couple of questions yeah. for you. Sure. We sure. are not experts, so that's why we brought you in. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, I do love a good tipple, yes. love a glass of wine, you know. Yeah. Is there any health benefits to drinking? <laughs> The first thing to say, I suppose, is the fact that uh, alcohol is very much part of one's social life. Mm. uh, If one chooses, for Mm. many people nowadays, people are choosing alcohol free social lives. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of outdoor activities and um, lots of, uh, of fun that way. But for certainly for a lot of people, alcohol is seen as, you know, a, a, a very nice accompaniment to a meal or also as part of a social occasion. Mm. However, Paddy, uh, alcohol I is... I feel like you're going to say bad stuff to me. Oh God. <laughs> Go on. Well, Here just to say, Give it to me. alcohol is on the leading risk factor for premature death and disability among those aged 15 to 49 years, which means that that, you know, accounts for 10% of all deaths in that age group. Um, and, you know, those who have are disadvantaged for whatever reason mm. and especially vulnerable populations have higher rates of alcohol related death and hospitalisation. And I wonder just last week we had a very interesting webinar about data collection and the global burden of disease, which is a worldwide a collection of data on alcohol harm has now moved our statistic up from three deaths a day to four deaths a day. And that means every six hours in Ireland, somebody dies from an alcohol related issue. Oh, wow. So there you go. You know, you never really think of that. No, the harsh truths. No, the harsh truth. And, And it is the certainly we're talking here about people who have used alcohol in 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 a way that is they got used to maybe when they started in their 20s. It's not just about, you know, once off episode or whatever. It's a cumulative effect over the 20s. And you're relying on it almost, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. In the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. So the problems really start if you see if you look at the stats in the 40s, the problems start there in yeah. terms of. But I mean, we all know that in the 20s and 30s, if you drink heavily, like binge drinking, for example, yeah. um, I, I, I often think that people don't fully understand what binge drinking is or. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't, don't think we do at all. And we get asked all the time by doctors what units and you make it up. So like what can you tell us what binge drinking is? Like define. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, it's an awful lot of people don't know uh, mm. about, but they hear about it. And some people think, oh, that's funny. That's like giving a biscuit to an elephant, you know, to give six drinks on on, a, on one sitting. Yeah. But binge drinking is six standard drinks on one sitting. Okay. And that means you drink that amount, you know, on one social occasion. Um, now... And that would be quite common. Like you'd go yeah. definitely if you think about going out and you're gone out for a long yeah. your time. Yeah. For pub lunch. Absolutely. Would, well, would you not think that Irish culture is that we are probably a nation of binge drinkers? Would we be? Oh, we we would be certainly, Paddy. Um, I mean, the statistics show us that. 
um, you know, like definitely one third of current drinkers typically consume at least six standard drinks per drinking occasion. And this increases to one half for male drinkers. One okay. half of male drinkers drink six or more standard drinks in one setting. Yeah. So is there any surprise then that we have a death every six hours? Not really when I'll you link not. it all up like no. that. I noticed like when the pandemic came that like I was a binge drinker and then the pandemic hit and I was then changed to like drinking once a night, but like one glass of wine a night. I don't know if that's yeah. worse, like drinking six in a row or then drinking your six over the six days. But like, wh- how did the pandemic change people's drinking? Do you have like stats on that or anything? Or did it change it? Yeah. Did it, did yes, it, get worse it, or? It, it did. It did change it. I suppose um, the main thing to say is that the outlets, you know, the, the pubs and, and retails were were were, um, were closed. Oh, sorry, they, they, they were shut, yeah. they were shut and uh, I suppose supermarkets um, were, were the winners really here. Well, I heard the off licenses, they got really big. Like, they, they, they got did. a lot of money. Yeah, they I mean, did. I was thinking, I wish I owned it off during know, that time. Like, <laughs> they, did, they probably made more money in that time than they would nor- when they, they would do normally. No? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, just to tell you, overall consumption fell by 6.5% in 2020. Okay. Wine increased by 12% okay. and beer consumption fell by 17%. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a cultural thing. We all drink wine at home, isn't it? It's more of a like we think that's okay to yeah, a glass like of it. wine. Yes, do you know yes. What I mean? You wouldn't yes. go out and be like, I want I wouldn't go out and get like six cans of Guinness. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But the main thing for for me to say here now yeah. is to remind everybody and yourselves and myself, everybody about the um weekly limits. Yeah. The mm-hmm. low risk, low risk drinking guidelines. And when I say low risk I have to mention that alcohol is a teratogen, which means that it is an agent or a substance that can affect the unborn fetus. So it's it's advisable that no amount of alcohol at any stage of pregnancy should be considered. And the second thing is that alcohol is a carcinogen, which means it causes cancer. And I mean, that is the greatest shock. Um, for yeah. anybody in relation to to um, to alcohol, and yeah. you know, one in eight breast cancers due to alcohol. Wow. Um, we had a thousand cases of ca- of uh, we had a thousand cases of cancer caused by alcohol last year in Ireland. So it's, it's really yeah. important to consider that. Okay. And that again is whatever habit you set down in your twenties. So when you say. Um, Anna, that you had one a night instead of six on, in the one go. Yeah. You know, at the same time, you were under the low risk because yeah. the low risk drinking for women is, you know, I'm talking about a small glass of wine. Yeah. Mm. 11 of those. And I'm not saying you should drink to that limit, but yeah. certainly if you're below it and well below it with two to three alcohol free days, it is low that risk. is low risk drinking. Yeah. And Marion, is there resources available like for people that maybe are struggling or, you know, that you wanted to t- tell to a friend? Had a friend, yeah. Or? Absolutely. Um, first of all, the HSE has, um, if you look up HSE alcohol, you will come across our website called askaboutalcohol.ie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is information there. I mean, I know this might be another wee shock to hear, but alcohol is uh, responsible for the causation of 60 different illnesses Mm. that we we get. It contributes to 200 
altogether. So it's important that you would look after your health and know how to look after your health. So when you look at askaboutalcohol.ie, you'll find there a self-assessment tool, which is 10 questions. It's called the Alcohol Use Disorders Identification Test. And you can take that test and find out whether you're a low risk drinker, medium risk or high risk drinker or whether you have a dependency. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really good because you can do that in the quiet of your own. But now judgment, you feel now judgment. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. And we also have a drinks calculator. So it can tell you how many drinks you're drinking uh, or how many calories you're consuming in the amount of alcohol you're drinking each week, mm. which will give you a bit of a shock as well. Yeah. Because it's God, calories. you're giving us a lot of shocks here, Marion. <laughs> like literally so many shocks. I mean, do you like a wake would, up call? Would isn't you, it? would you say to not drink at all then is best, or would you be like, do you drink as nice? Like, do you drink? Do you have a glass of wine? I do, I do, absolutely. But I am extremely um, uh, sort of aware of the absolute importance of you know, being a low, low risk drinker, because especially as most families in Ireland, including my own, have had a person with alcohol dependency. Mm -hmm. And therefore, if you have a parent who was alcohol dependent, you have a four times greater risk of developing a dependency. So that's Mm. the big, 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 big caution for me. Yeah. Um, Another one would be, um, I suppose, being aware that, you know, you can take it or leave it. You know, yes. you, it, you don't have to have it yeah. at every single occasion. Okay. And, um, but I suppose changing your habits is, you know, it, it really is when you think of it, if you look into the health aspects of alcohol, mm-hmm. it's the first big motivator. So inform scary. yourself yeah. as, as much as you can. And also, I remember myself saying to myself, as, as a, because I had been, you know, I remember going to France in fifth year and my mum saying to me, you know, the family will all be drinking wine around the table, but I'm asking you not to touch a drop, you know, because we had a family member who was and, you know, Mm. so and I remember agreeing to that, agreeing to it because I I was I was kind of scared because I had seen the impact it had had. So um, the main thing is, is to say to yourself, I want to be able to flex my muscle uh, of socialising without being dependent on alcohol. Yeah. Mm. You know, I like, if you like the taste, a lot of people with alcohol dependency say they don't like they the don't taste. Like the taste. Yeah. No, they like they the buzz, the effect. Yeah. The effect. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're drinking for effect, that's something to watch out for. Okay. Um, but, you know, you could do things like put it, put the, put it, the drink down. Um, hold your glass will make you guzzle your drink faster. Mm. So putting your glass down in between sips will make a drink last for longer without the need for as many top ups. Mm-hmm. Mm. Use smaller glasses, simple but effective. Smaller glasses can slow you down, helping you to drink less. Try sipping wine from a champagne flute uh, as they hold. Oh, well, I'd love that bougie. Yeah, yeah you know. Okay, I'll do that. So <laughs> that that kind of thing, and and you know, learn from your lapses. In other words, if you've let yourself down, if yeah. you said, yeah. "Darn it, why did I do that last night?" Mm. You know. Yeah, that's um, the one thing. Research research shows. <laughs> And research shows that people who manage to stick to long term health goals have a have a, a learning view of failure. So when they fall, fall off the wagon, they don't berate themselves, but they look at the circumstances and learn from it. And most of us think we can simply go from A to B without deviating, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, life doesn't work that way. Improving our habits is more a process of trial and error and learning what works for you. 
Yeah, that's to their own. Yeah. Yes, and, and commit to a month, you know, just one alcohol free month. Like we were like dry jam. Well, I've done exactly. that. Dry jam, yeah. And how did it go for you, Paddy? Yeah, I did it. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, he just goes, yeah, did it. Just, yeah. <laughs> how did it go for you? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I found the more I got into it, the easier it got. The first two weeks, I was kind of like, oh God, I'd love a drink. But then when I got over that hurdle. Yeah. It takes 21 days to form a Very habit, doesn't good. it? So once you've yeah. passed 21 yeah. days, you're like, Brilliant. I don't even need yeah. it. Yeah, but it did take a bit of willpower now, do you know? I yeah. have to say, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was January, he didn't leave the house. <laughs> well, like, it wasn't really, you couldn't really do anything, do you know? Yeah. That's the problem I don't, like, and that's what I think I need to change, that I can do stuff without alcohol. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that's it. (laughs) Well, that was really informative. Thank you so much for taking your time to talk to us. And hopefully, yeah, we've given some people some tips out there on how to manage. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Oh, Um, it's a pleasure. You've definitely given me some food for thought. Ah, (laughs) that's great, Paddy. That's the purpose of the exercise. Not drink. (laughs) (laughs) So each week we are going to pick a chancer of the week. You ask, what is that? It is someone that's chanting their arm at life and trying to get away with stuff um, that we all know the truth of. Like myself and Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, you're a chancer. Who have you brought to the table this week? Hello, Anna. Um, (laughs) Yes, who have I brought? I have brought... I am obsessed with the whole Agatha Christie fiasco. I don't know if you're into it. Are you, Anna? It's fascinating (laughs) you know I don't like to always go into the celeb stuff no but but like if you love early noughties celeb wag culture this is the podcast for you and why I love it is because it's giving you up-to-date knowledge of what's going on in the courtroom it's iconic (laughs) so they get people to come into the pod in on the podcast and tell you what's going on in the courtroom and like if uh, Rebecca Vardy's winning one day or if um Colleen is winning the next. But mm. one of my favorite things is they were trying to explain acronyms to the judge. So this is why I think it was funny. They're like, "What's oh well?" Like he he was re- like he was saying as OMG, like and having to explain to the judge what that meant. So that was <laughs> how the text was written. Oh and my I God, was like, because I have to do that all the time. <laughs> and I just thought that was a scream. And I also think for my chapter of the week, I just I'm like I just think this whole case in general is a chance of the week. Yeah, like, is a chancer in general. Like the whole case is around text messages, and it's gotten so big to the point of I don't know who's right and wrong anymore. Do you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm along for the ride. Find out who's who's like like I don't know. Like, do I think Colleen has gone too far? Maybe not. Do I think? Do I now? Like the whole thing is, did her PR, did her PR manager drop her phone in the ocean? Probably That's not. the biggest chancer moment, I think. That is proper dog ate your homework. That is. <laughs> like, do we actually think that happened? Like, she was on a boat, but it was very suspect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why did she go on the boat at that exact time? Yeah. So, the whole case for me is my chancer of the week. And I just cannot wait to see how it's going to unfold. Nice, nice. We like it. We can't wait. Um, well, my chancer of the, this week this week is Barbie. Barbie. Old Barbara, yeah. <laughs> did you not did you have were you a Cindy girl? Um I was actually like, I think it was called something like Samantha. It was from the pound shop. Everything I got was from the pound shop. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. 
Oh, it was. Yeah. My, you know, remember those Polly Pockets? They were really popular as well. And I got lolly lockets. Like everything I got was pan shop version. Shut off. I thought it was great until you went into school and everyone held the, <laughs> at Barbie. And maybe that's why I have beef with her because yeah. she's bringing out her own movie. I can't believe it. Like, have you run out of actual good human stories that Barb, Barbie has their own movie? I love the way you keep calling her Barbara. You're like, Barbara. Lego have their own movie. And then, like, what's next? Like, Baby Born? She's probably going to have her own movie. And all but she did all was the sales one. It's all the sales. Sales, sales, sales. Money, a, money, money. Yeah, obviously. There's obviously, money. like, an appetite for Barbie. Yeah. Um, but there's a missed chance as well in this one of this, this week because the movie will not be using the iconic song, Barbie, I'm a Barbie girl. No. Barbie world. Yep, yeah, it won't be in it. It's a Why? missed chance. Because apparently Aqua, who was the band, back in the day had beef with Mattel, who makes Barbie. And there was a bit of like a lawsuit going on and they didn't like how they portrayed Barbie and made her like a promiscuous girl. So obviously the movie's going to be really boring. Uh, <laughs> we all love it. We all love a bit of slot. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't like the, the lyrics where they said, kiss me here, touch me there. Which when they actually think about it, Barbie and Ken don't have here or theirs. No, they, they don't actually. They don't. They don't have a case. So. That is mental. There we go. Like, I think... You, like that song is so perfect for that movie. I don't it's know. Iconic. Why. Yeah. yeah. Iconic. Will you go watch the movie? I probably will. I'm probably just jealous of Margaret Robbie. Like, I'm like, I could be play Barbie. Why didn't they give me a call? <laughs> you'll be playing, you'll be, what did you call your one? Daphne. I've been slowly morphing myself into her for years. Oh my God, scream. Okay, who are we gonna, who are we gonna pick? Um, uh, I think we have oh, to go Wagon or Christy for sure. You're too uh, kind to me though. You see, I'm the sassy one in this relationship, so I'll take it. Like, I, we actually have to think about this now. We you know you'll take it, Paddy. You're uh, the kinder okay. one out of the two of us. So yeah, I'm gonna okay. ask you, let, let's actually think about this for a second. Like, the Barbie one is very good in the sense of like, we don't have a case. <laughs> I love the way you get, you get so into it. <laughs> Because I feel bad because every week I'll win if it's the way you I I won one of the ones last week. Right, fuck it. I'm winning then. Fuck it. If you're going to laugh it off, I'm winning. Yeah, okay. I win. You have a good one. So listen, I just feel sorry for you. (laughs) Congrats. Thanks, Son. Thank you so much for listening to us, Total Chancers. Make sure you follow me on Paddy Y. Smith and her on Anna Cliff Comedy for the latest updates. And if you want to get in touch with us, please send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, Chancers, goodbye. Bye-bye. Take a chance, take a chance.